Good evening, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Draining Jimmy's podcast. This is a special episode. It is my NFL mock draft. We'll be going over all 32 picks uh, for the first round. Uh, The NFL draft actually kicks off Thursday night uh, for the draft, so I'm looking forward to watching that. Definitely going to be exciting to see who goes number one. It was definitely tough for me to do uh, this mock draft, especially with all the writers and everything and all the experts saying who's going to be the number one pick. You're looking at Hutchinson, you're looking at Walker. Some even have offensive linemen like Neal going number one. Um, definitely tough uh, when it came to doing my picks this year, but it, it's done. Um, the question is, where is the relevancy going to be in regards to that? So um, I do have a mixture, and it's definitely defensive heavy this year when you're looking at it. Um, corners, edges, uh, D-tackles, uh, definitely looking at that. Um but it's tough. You know, you have athletes that are injured. Uh, so we, we're going to see how it, everything plays out. And, you know, I kind of went off script for some teams when you're looking at it. It's, you know, who's the best pick available to help them grow. Because, you know, you, you want to look at where everyone's going to be available. Um, but I am excited to kick everything off. So here we go with the number one pick, uh, going with Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan, uh, being picked by the Jaguars. Um, he was ranked as the number one prospect and Jaguars, you could go anywhere with this. You can have an offensive lineman, you can take a corner, but I went with Hutchinson just so they can booster that defense. Uh, they are going to be facing the West this, uh, this year, uh, the AFC West, and they got better, but you have someone there that can anchor the defense and you can build around that. Plus you have him playing opposite of Josh Allen. So you have two strong outside presence there that can just attack the quarterback. So I do like Aiden Hutchinson for Jacksonville as the number one pick. Now going to number two, now a lot of experts, you know, had uh, Trevon Walker out of Georgia going number two. Um, and, you know, even offensive line. Uh, but for me, when looking over for Detroit, um, you know, they were low in getting the sacks, but they're also high at giving up um, TDs during the season. I know you're facing Aaron Rodgers. Chicago is kind of getting a little bit better. Uh, we'll see uh, how the quarterback situation works out there. You do have Kirk Cousins. Um, you could go quarterback even as well. Some even had uh, Kenny Pick, uh, Kenny Pickett going number two. Um, but for me, I went with corner. I went with Ahmad Garner, uh, corner out of Cincinnati. Uh, ranked the number one corner. Uh, definitely can be your number one starter day one and help uh, defend against those receivers. So you're, you're looking there to you know help reduce the TDs thrown. I think it was about 31 TDs Detroit gave up. So you want to see uh, them you know, reduce that. And that actually helps build your uh, presence at uh, the front line because if you have a corner who's taking away the number one target, uh, you're putting more pressure on the quarterback by using the lineman to get to him as well because he's not going to have anyone open. But I do like Ahmad Gardner, uh, top uh, cornerback, and also was favored to be uh, in the top five. But I do like him there going to Detroit. Number three, uh, the Houston Texans. Now, this could go... 
either way. Houston's got a lot of pieces here. Um, you can help boost the defense. You can look at the offensive line. You have Mills at quarterback, so you want to keep him protected. So when you're looking at it here, it's it's definitely intriguing to see. Now, they don't have J.J. Watt. You need a strong performer on defense. Why not go with the star out of Georgia, going with Trevon Walker? Um, I know a lot of experts over the last month or two, I was listening to the Chris Sims podcast, and, you know, he, he's definitely come on and, you know, looking up at the top five. So I would go with Walker with the Houston Texans. Get someone there with that presence, and you're kind of going to get a J.J. Watt-type presence there that can help anchor the defense, help get pressure on the quarterback, build around. You, you can't give up a talent like that. So definitely fits the scheme of what uh, – the Texans are doing. So I do like Trevon Walker. Now going to number four. Uh, number four, we have the New York Jets. Now the New York Jets, this was a tough one to look at because when you looked at what they had for needs, you know, your wide receivers, defense, edge, they can go there. I'm going off script. Now again, like I said for Detroit, I looked at some of the stats. I was looking at the Jets, they gave up a lot of sacks. Um, Zach Wilson got injured. Um, he, he missed some time. So you're looking at trying to protect your quarterback. So what do you want to do? Why not get the best offensive tackle in the draft? Why pass him up? Go with Evan Neal out of Alabama. So that's where I went. I went a little off script for the number one, four pick. Because you know why? They, they need that person there. They need someone there to help protect their future. And so... Why not go right there? Go with Evan Neal out of Alabama. Uh, going to number five. It's it's funny to see that you got both New York teams there. Shock, not really shocking, especially the way they've been playing the last uh, few years. Um, but just like how I went offensive lineman for the Jets, why not go offensive lineman for the Giants? Uh, Inkem Okonu um, out of North Carolina. Uh, get that interior line. Help protect... Uh, your quarterback there because you are going to be you want to keep him there Daniel Jones has had a serious injury you want to keep him upright now uh, Equanu is you know he could be predicted even at the number one pick but I like him here uh, for the Giants to help booster that inside and you know get that pick there so you have protection for your quarterback also helps Saquon Barkley uh, have someone in front of him to start getting those lanes open so this is a two for one because you're helping protect your quarterback and you're helping your running back get there and especially you know get the rushing going because you know Saquon hasn't been the same uh, for the last couple of years I know he's had his injuries but this helps with the offensive line it gets you moving in the right direction going with now number six uh, the Carolina Panthers um, this this team could be all over the map for their this picks um, it's it's tough to really think about what the Panthers need you can go quarterback here but obviously the head coach definitely came out and said well we, we know who our quarterback's going to be you they, they came out and said Sam Darnold is going to be their quarterback starting then he kind of held back on that so what what do you want to do for your quarterback you want to get him some weapons and why not look at Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State to help boost that get some weapons going get that offense moving you have a chance to take advantage of that as the saints are kind of holding back 
you have Tampa Bay that's going to be at the top, and Atlanta, it's, it's hard to say what Atlanta is going to do for them. So why not start getting themselves going, make yourself start getting competitive, get yourself some more TDs, and go with Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. So that's my number six pick. Number seven, we're back with the New York Giants. Um, now we went with uh, Ikem Akwanu uh, for the number five pick. Now number seven, I'm going to go with Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame. Um, they need to look for that. They, it's a desperate need. You definitely need that back end for the defense. And why not? Kyle Hamilton was just great at Notre Dame this past season. He helps fills the space, helps get a presence, and definitely can do great things in the coverage. So when you're in New York, you're you're facing the Cowboys, you're going to face Dak Prescott, you're going to see Jalen Hurts doing what he is doing. Washington, obviously, is going to be somewhat of an improvement, but they're going to have weapons there. Um, but you want to have someone there that can cover that area and definitely you know, be a, a ball hawk and pick them off. Dallas is going to be the number one team right now in that division. Um, it's, it's hard to say what the Eagles are going to be like. They were a playoff team with Jalen Hurts. They're definitely going to be better. You want to be able to have someone there in coverage to help defend that as well. So look at Kyle Hamilton to help boost that Giants defense. Going to the Atlanta Falcons. Now the Falcons could go quarterback here. Uh, you can go offensive line. Uh, you can go wide receiver, which is what I am doing. I'm taking my second wide receiver off the board. Yes, two are going to go in my mock draft in the top ten. Uh, so we're looking here at Jamison Williams, uh, wide receiver out of Bama. Now a lot of people are like, well, this is kind of be a question mark here. Um, they kind of do need quarterback. I know they have Marcus Mariota on a two-year deal. Uh, you have Kyle Pitts as your tight end. Uh, Calvin Ridley is going to be gone for the year, um, but go with James, uh, William, Jamison Williams because, well, he was just phenomenal for Alabama. I know he's recovering from that ACL. Uh, medical science is a lot different now than it was even five, ten years ago, so recovery time can be a little bit better. But we want to see what Williams can do, and I think Atlanta is willing to put in the investment to wait uh, take that time uh, to help get them healthy and get them ready to go. Uh, so uh, number eight, my pick for the Atlanta Falcons is going to be Jamison Williams out of Alabama. Now looking at the number nine pick with Seattle, that's a, a tough one as well. Um, when looking at it here, you could have gone any different directions. Uh, just like majority of the picks here, just the way this draft is going to be. Uh, but looking at it, you could go your future quarterback. You can go with a corner. You can go with a safety. You can go offensive line. Um, but right now, as I was getting ready to, for my draft, I, I'm liking defensive end uh, for that, for this team. So looking at Seattle right now, I'm going with their uh, number nine pick. I'm going with Jermaine Johnson the second defensive end out of Florida State. I think he fits what uh, Pete Carroll wants. Um, but defensive end is definitely something that they need. Uh, but I do like Jermaine Johnson. Again, like I said, he I think he fits a need for what Pete Carroll wants and help get that Seattle defense back. And when you're looking at the NFC West, you're, you're going to be facing San Francisco. You have the Rams, who just came off a Super Bowl, who 
is going to be getting better as well. And you also have Arizona. So you're going to have to challenge the quarterback. Stafford can throw the rock. You know uh, what I'm what San Francisco, well, San Francisco are waiting on the quarterback here, but right now we're going to be seeing what Arizona is going to be doing. You have to put pressure on their quarterback. They're going to have the wide receivers that are going to try to get the ball off. So it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see how Jermaine does uh, with that type of division, but I think he fits well in what Pete Carroll is going to want. So again, my number nine pick, Jermaine Johnson the second out of Florida State. Now we're wrapping out the top 10. Uh, we're going back to the Jets. As you know, the Jets have multiple picks. Um, I went with Evan Neal with the number four pick. I know some people might think, oh, Evan Neal, why would you you know, go offensive line you know, with so many defense? The, this draft is so deep when you're looking at defensive positions, especially at the pass rusher. I know we had Hutchinson go, Walker went up there. I just had... Uh, Johnson just go before uh, my next pick, but I'm going with Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon with the Jets. The Jets, you know, they're they're facing some good quarterbacks in their division. Well, let's kind of hold it off there for a second. Well, no, they are. Because um, the first thing when I said, oh, they're facing some good quarterbacks, I kind of went to Miami a little bit because it's hard to see what Tua is going to be like with their new weapons, but. Uh, we're looking at Josh Allen. We're going to look at Mac at with the Patriots. It's you're looking at what's going to happen here. And when I'm saying Mac, I'm saying Mac Jones. Uh, but you have Allen. You have Mac Jones. You have Tua, who are uh, very good quarterbacks. Tua can move. Josh Allen, we know, can definitely move. So why not get a defensive end to help? boost or your defense to attack the quarterback. It, it's it's a right fit, um, and I'm liking it here. Hopefully that he's still there. Uh, Thibodeau in some mock drafts was pretty high. You know, Some of them had him in the top five, but I think in this case, um, I think they're going to snag him at 10 without having to move up. I think the needs of other teams, like going for wide receivers, going for cornerbacks, going for offensive line, helps Thibodeau drop down to 10. So I, I think Thibodeau will fit what the Jets are looking at here, especially in a young quarterback division. I talked about Tua. I talked about Mac Jones. I talked about Allen. Um, two out of the three can move, uh, scramble, get those extra yardages. Uh, I know Mac Jones is a different style of quarterback compared to the two, but you have to get pressure there. That's what we're looking at. They need that pressure to help, you know, get the ball back, make them competitive. So I'm, I'm liking Kayvon uh, uh, Thibodeau from Oregon defensive end uh, for the New York Jets. Now we're going to my number 11th pick. Uh, we have the Washington Commanders. Now the Washington Commanders, it, it's hard to predict what they're going to be like. They have Carson Wentz now. They, they do have some good weapons there. Um with this high of a pick, you, you could see them drop down to try and get more to help build. Um, but right now, they're going to need some weapons. And when you're looking at here, it's kind of tough to see what they can do because um, you want to protect your quarterback, but at the same time, too, you need touchdowns. And with the number 11 pick for the Washington Commanders, I'm going to go with Drake London, wide receiver at a USC. Um, 
big body can definitely run the routes. I uh, can definitely make the good catches. Um, go to if you want to look at some film. Um, go to look at not this season. Obviously, he was top in the country for yards receptions uh, before his ankle injury. But Drake London the year before definitely made some good clutch catches for USC, and especially during certain periods in the games. Uh, Notre game, Notre Dame game uh, two years ago. Definitely was bailing out the quarterback with some great catches. Definitely had a remarkable touchdown. Um, obviously, yes, I'm a USC fan. Uh, I'm well familiar with what Drake London can do. Um, I would love to see him in a Colts uniform. But when we're looking here, um, he will be a good fit for Washington. Now the question is, what's the quarterback going to do? Um, but right now, I like Drake London at number 11 for uh, the Washington Commanders. Uh, going to number 12, we have the Minnesota Vikings. Last year, I had them choosing an offensive lineman uh, for their pick. It was around the fifth, uh, around 14th, I believe, I had the Vikings there here at 12th. Um, here, I think it's time to boost through that defense. Just like how I talked about the Lions uh, going with a cornerback, um, why not go with arguably probably number two or number three best corner in the draft. Derek Stingley Jr., corner out of LSU. Um, definitely gives you a need, uh, especially when you're trying to compete against Aaron Rodgers. Um, you're going to be seeing uh, Detroit as well. Obviously, it's not just about what you do in your division. It's about what else is helping there. And I think with Stingley uh, helping get that core there. And plus, you're going to be working behind Patrick Peterson. So you have someone to work behind learn from because Peterson is was at one point one of the best one-on-one corners in the game uh, but you have him that can develop behind it eventually probably take halfway through the season as your number one but you can probably work him in as your number two uh, for Stingley so Derek Stingley Jr. Uh, from LSU for the cornerback at my number 12 pick now we're going back to the Texans now you're going to see here in this draft that a lot of teams have multiple picks and the Texans, I know we were worried about what was going to happen with them and they've been able to rebound and get picks back uh, to help, you know, work this uh, team. And so they're going to be getting better as the years go on, but we're looking at uh, number 13. We're going to be looking at Charles Cross offensive tackle, Mississippi state. Um, I talked about even them getting Neil at number three, but you're, you're looking at cross, you're looking at a tackle that will be your day one starter, help protect your young quarterback as Mills, and just help establish your future. And, you know, it will help with the run game as well, uh, but you have someone there protecting your quarterback, and why not get someone there like Charles Cross, who will be a great fit. Uh, number 14, we have the Baltimore Ravens. Now, the Ravens, uh, a lot of questions you can ask about what they can go. Defense, we know the Ravens have been known for it. They have some good offensive weapons. But right now, what they need, and you know what? It helps, is an offensive lineman. Get an interior lineman. Help protect your quarterback, because the Ravens got sacked a lot. And I know when you're looking at it, your quarterback is basically the reason why um, you're getting sacked a lot with Lamar Jackson, the way he moves the ball and scrambles. But why not get someone who can help push the line, help your running backs get some additional yardages, help protect your quarterback, especially when you're doing those types of plays where your quarterback's meant to get those yards, those scrambled yards. So I'm going to go with Tyler Lindbaum, center out of Iowa. Uh, you can probably move him over to guard to help uh, 
the Ravens or help that offensive line um, eventually take over later on. But Lindbaum, sorry, Linderbaum is definitely going to be a good fit for that offensive line to help get himself better. So it's, it's definitely looking right for the Ravens at that pick. Um, number 15. We're, we're almost halfway here, folks. We're at the halfway point of the NFL draft. Um, we got the Philadelphia Eagles coming up. Philadelphia, another team with multiple picks. They scored a second first round pick as well. Thank you to my Indianapolis Colts for trading with Carson Wentz. Since Carson Wentz played that percentages of games to help, you know, give away that pick. If not, it would have been a second rounder. But uh, it is what it is uh, at the end of the day. So going with number 15, Eagles, you can go defensive line. You know, you want to have someone to go with Fletcher Cox, help get that pressure, like I stated when I was talking about uh, the New York Giants when you're facing against Dallas, uh, you have Philadelphia, and also now the Washington Commanders. Uh, but Philly, obviously looking at the other side, you want to be able to stop it. You want to be able to stop Zeke from getting those rushing yards. You know, they do have good depth at running back in Dallas. Um, you want to make sure you're putting pressure on your, your quarterback competition with Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, who's starting for Washington. So when I'm looking at it here, that's what the Eagles could have gone. They could have gone the defensive side. But when you're looking at... Uh, the offensive side of the Eagles, uh, you have Nick Sirianni, who is the head coach. You have Jalen Hurts, who's a young quarterback. Give them some weapons. They have Rieger. They have Devontae Smith, who they drafted the year before. But let's go with Chris Olav, wide receiver out of Ohio State. Let's get an additional weapon there. Help get the ball moving. Let's get some offensive weapons for around Hurts, so that way we can go. Rieger has been okay, but... He's not the number one receiver that they're hoping for. Um, so let's go with another wide receiver right now. I know kind of three straight years with wide receiver in the first round. But let's see if this can actually help be that additional weapon for Smith and help, you know, Hertz throw the ball downfield. Uh, and going with number 16, um, now the Saints, again, multiple picks just like everyone else. So when we're looking here, we're going to go defensive side. We're going to look at Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback uh, out of Clemson. Uh, so it's definitely a need for them. They lost a cornerback to retirement. So right now, you, you need that piece there with Booth. So look at Booth to help help booster that need, uh, especially in a division where you have Tom Brady and your goal is to stop him and slow him down. Um, and also, you are playing other teams, but it's, it, your division is always that matter. So, uh, new regime, new difference uh, in New, new Orleans. So, I, I do like Booth to be the first pick off the board for uh, the Saints. Again, cornerback uh, out of Clemson, the number 16 pick. Number 17, uh, we have the L.A. Uh, Chargers. I almost said San Diego. Um, it's still hard to get myself on it. I, as, as you know, I was talking about the Rams earlier. Wanted to say St. Louis Rams, really bad. Obviously, you know, a couple years it's been since they've moved. But to me, San Diego still feels right out of the tongue when you're talking about it. But the Chargers... Last year they went uh, offensive tackle. Uh, this year, you know what? We're gonna go interior line. We're gonna go with Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M guard. Uh, get, protect Justin Herbert. Get get him some protection. 
uh, help the running backs get some additional yards. You're facing the AFC West. That's your division. You want to make sure that your quarterback's upright to make those throws. And you know what? Herbert did some good things last year. Obviously, with the way everything fell short with the Chargers and how that all played out with them and the Raiders uh, that final game. But I like uh, Green to be that addition, especially with trying to keep Herbert upright. And you know what? Again, you're, you're facing the Chiefs. You're facing the Broncos. You're facing the Raiders. You're, you're, you're definitely going to be the hardest division there. Why not keep your quarterback protected as well? Uh, but I do like Green there. Now going back to the Eagles at number 18. Here we are again. Um, Eagles uh, going defensively uh, when I was looking at this pick. Um, some actually had who I'm about to pick now going where the Eagles were originally, but I think with all the other teams' needs of what they're looking at here with Booth going in the Saints, Green being offensive for uh, the Chargers, um, I'm going with Jordan Davis, and that's where a lot of people had him. Jordan Davis, defensive tackle out of Georgia. Um, you can pair him up with Fletcher Cox on the line. Uh, so right now, that would help Booster protect it, you know, protect against the run, attack the quarterback. Defense, defense, defense is what the Eagles need to do. Again, this is still a young team, um, but right now, why don't you get a piece there that can help booster that defense and, you know, help you make more competitive, especially when you get to the playoffs, which they did last year. It helps them if you're facing uh, the Packers, the Bucks, um, as well as, you know, the very, very uh, stacked NFC West when you're facing the Rams, the Cardinals, as well as uh, the 49ers who will be getting there as well. And it's tough to see what Seattle might be like, but when you get to the playoffs, those are the types of teams that you're going to be facing, like the Rams, where you have to put pressure on the quarterback. So uh, I do like Jordan Davis uh, out of Georgia for my number 18th pick. Um, I'm going to just do the number 19th pick, and I'm just going to recap everything as well um, with my so, so far with my picks, because we're going to get down to the final 12 after uh, my 19th pick, uh, which is back to the Saints again. Many teams, multiple first-round picks, a lot of trades went down uh, over the offseason to get themselves uh, better. So right now with the Saints, I'm liking uh, Trevor Penning, uh, offensive tackle out of Iowa. Um, Like I said, I went with defense earlier with Booth. Right now, let's start moving up with uh, the offensive. Start protecting your, your quarterback. You have Taysom Hill. You also have, you know, and Andy Dalton, and also you have Jameis Winston. So you want to protect that quarterback, uh, whoever is going to be the starter. It's going to be Winston. Uh, he definitely made his, you know, he was definitely helping out the Saints last year before his injury. So look at uh, the Saints being there. So I do like that. I do like the protection that help protect your quarterback. Um, you could have gone uh, probably another offensive weapon for the Saints. Um but when you're, when you're looking at it here, whether it's Winston, Dalton, even with uh, Taysom Hill, who, you know, has played quarterback. He wasn't bad when he started, um, but, you know, you, you have that protection there. You help move that ball. Uh, so I do like uh, Trevor Penning, offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa, as my uh, number 19 uh, pick. So just to recap what I have so far uh, with uh, my NFL draft, my mock draft, because we are right now uh, 19 picks in, which, oh, 
man, I'm surprised I've gone this long talking about it. Um, just, I'm not really flying through it. I'm just, you know, it, it's definitely a lot of fun. It's also been a lot tough, a lot of tough things to do when looking at it. But uh, just to recap, my number one pick with the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. Number two uh, for the Lions, Odd Gardner, cornerback out of Cincinnati. That's cornerback, not quarterback. Uh, number three with the Houston Texans, going with Trayvon Walker, a defensive lineman out of Georgia. Jets, uh, number four. Yes, I went off the book. Yeah, we'll just remind that again. Going with Evan Neal, tackle out of Alabama. Number five, we're going with Ikem Kawanu, guard of North Carolina State. Number six, Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State, wide receiver. Giants again. We're going with Cal Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame. Falcons take Jamison Williams out of Alabama. Seattle, Jermaine Johnson II, a defensive end. Jets, Kayvon Thibodeau, defensive end out of Oregon. Number 11, wide receiver out of USC, Drake London. Number 12, we're going to go with Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback out of LSU. 13, Charles Cross, offensive tackle, Mississippi State. 15, Chris Olav, uh, wide receiver out of Ohio State. Saints going with Andrew Booth Jr., Clemson uh, cornerback. Number 17, Kenyon Green, Texas A&M guard. Number 18, out of Georgia, which I'm wondering how many picks they're going to have in the top 50, which will be remarkable for the talent that they've felt there at that school. Uh, we're going with Jordan Davis at number 18 for the Philadelphia Eagles. And wrapping it out at number 19, for the New Orleans Saints, we're going Trevor Penning, offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. So now we're going to go to number 20, the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're definitely coming near the end of it. Um, you know, it's definitely been fun, like I, like I do. This has been a stressful uh, mock draft, just trying to get everything right. But here we are, uh, number 20. This is where my first quarterback is going off the board. Yes, I know some drafts had Malik Willis going even in the top 10, uh, but this is where I see the first quarterback going. I'm going with Kenny Pickett, quarterback out of Pittsburgh. Go with, you know, the area talent, help boost that team. Uh, you do have, you know, you do have a quarterback there so far, but I think Pickett, um, with the season that he had with Pitt, you know, he has some remarkable plays. But he's a young quarterback. You can develop and be that starter, be the face of the Steelers. He's did well at University of Pitt. Let's see him do well at the next level with the Steelers. Uh, number 21, we're going with the New England Patriots. Um, Patriots, very defensive team. Uh, I think they're going to add to the defense as well. They did get Devontae Parker, wide receiver in the offseason off to help with Mac Jones with the ball. So we're going to go opposite uh, of, De of Devontae Parker, going with cornerback. We're going to go with Kyler Gordon out of Washington. Uh, should uh, be able to fit in, uh, fits the culture well within New England. Uh, but you, you want to be able to, um, you know, protect the end zone. You want to be able to cover those wide receivers. And I was talking about, you know, with the Jets and their defense, you know, attacking the quarterback. You have Josh Allen, who's going to be throwing to Stephon Diggs. You're looking at Miami now with Tyreek Hill. You have Waddle, so you're going to have those two weapons they have to cover against. And the Jets, depending on who they get to help boast of their weapons as well, you have Corey Davis, who's there too. So 
you you have to protect those uh, against those number one wide receivers. So why not add to the defense? They did lose some corners in the off season. They're they're still trying to replace you know a number one corner from Stefan Gilmore uh, from a few year, years ago. So Kyler Gordon uh, at the number one twenty one at number twenty one for the Patriots. Number twenty two, the Green Bay Packers. Now anyone who has been following the draft uh, the last few years in regards to the Packers, we all know that the Packers do a great job at first round picks trying to get weapons for the great Aaron Rodgers, but things kind of, you know, struggle. They don't really work out well for that. But this year is going to be the year for the Packers. That's what I'm saying. They're going with Traylon Burks, wide receiver out of Arkansas. Big body wide receiver, 6'2", 220 plus. Help him get some length down the field. Help him have a big target in the end zone. It will. They need weapons. Devontae Adams is gone. This should be the priority right here, a weapon right now. That's what they need in Green Bay, and they need a number one target. And Traylon Burks should be able to transfer that over from Arkansas to Green Bay. So Aaron Rodgers gets his weapon. He gets, you know, a peace of mind. Um, you know, it, it's 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 gonna be interesting to see. They lo- they lost some weapons. You 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 want to know like that your quarterbacks and have something there. You need touchdowns. They they do have two headed monster for the running backs, but you know the the ball needs to be passed. They have they added Sammy Watkins to the off season, so we will see how it goes. They have Randall Cobb who came back as well the season before, but you need a new fresh target there, especially with the loss of uh, Marquez Scanley. And then also, again, I mentioned Devontae Adams traded to the Vegas Raiders uh, in the offseason. So Traylon Burks at number 22 out of Arkansas. Number 23, uh, going with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Again, you're looking at, you know, the NFC West, you have the Super Bowl winning Rams, you have the 49ers, you have Seattle who is kind of going in a rebuild mode, um, but you still have to compete with the Rams. You have the 49ers who will have a different quarterback who can move it. That's the one thing I didn't really talk about much when I was talking about Jermaine Johnson with Seattle, but you have Trey Lance who will be taking things over. He can move the ball with his feet. So your job is to try and put pressure on your opponents. You're going to try and attack the Rams at Matt Stafford. You're going to have to put pressure on uh, the San Francisco 49ers quarterback, as well as you're going to have to ta- attack who the leader of that quarterback is going to be for the Seattle Seahawks. So edge rush has been you know the, the favor of this draft so far. It has been for a lot of mock drafts. But for the Cardinals, I'm going to go with George Carleftis, edge out of Purdue. Uh, he, he fits the system. You lost Chandler Jones. You need to replace him there. We know how tough Arizona defenses have been in the past, and we know that their front has always been that I- iconic piece for them. So I'm going to go with the edge out of Purdue. I think he fits and replaces Jones. So looking forward to that, and definitely going to be exciting to see uh, what this kid can do out of Purdue. Uh, number 24, we're going with the Cowboys. Uh, we have some needs. Uh, you have wide receiver. You have, you know, offensive line. Um, but right now, I think trying to protect your quarterback um, with this. So I'm going to go with Bernard Raymond, offensive line out of Central Michigan. Uh, 
you know, they, they lost pieces there. Why not get to what uh, the Cowboys have been known for for years, a strong offensive line. So I think Raymond fits that out of Central Michigan. You need to get the run game going. You have Zeke. You have Pollard. Use that. You want to protect your quarterback and get more time. Um, now, again, the Cowboys could go wide receiver here. Um, there, there are there, The depth is there for the wide receiver. So if you don't get one here, you can definitely get it late in the rounds as well. So I do like what I have here with Raymond uh, O'Lyman out of Central Michigan, uh, number 24. So we're going to now number 25, uh, the Bills. Um, again, you could go wide receiver here, get someone off it. Op, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Get someone opposite of Stefan Gilmore. Sorry for that little bit of a stutter. Um, but you can go uh, defense, often offensive as well, running back. But when you're looking at the you know, the prospects for running back, it's kind of tough. Um, and it's, it's questioning trying to take one here in the first round. There, there are some good ones that you can k- keep in the second round. Probably go for one in the third. I, I know they had some issues there. They definitely need a running back as well. But with the way everything is looking, it, it's kind of tough to take one here right now with the way the pool is. But defense is what I'm going to look at here for the Bills. Um, like I talked about with the Packers, with the Jets, um, we are looking at here uh, Trent McDuffie, uh, another corner out of Washington. Um, when you're playing in that division, uh, again, I mentioned Miami with Waddle, now Tyreek Hill. You now have to definitely make some protection uh, right there for your zone. And also Mac Jones, he's got some weapons there as well. The Jets, well, eventually, but you still need to have that corner there. Get uh, McDuffie there to help be that additional weapon for the Bills. Uh, now, number 26, uh, we're looking at Tyler Smith out of Tulsa, offensive tackle for the, the Tennessee Titans. Um, help protect Tannenhill. You want to keep that run game going, so why not get a piece there as well to help uh, the Titans keep going with that rushing attack. That they're run first. You have to protect your quarterback. And you know what? Tannehill, when he was given time, you know, he did well. But, again, you want to make sure that you have that protection, to have that depth to help with the Titans. So I do like Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. Uh, number 27, we are with the Buccaneers. Uh, now the Buccaneers, uh, you could look at wide receiver, but I think they're pretty set with what they have. You can go with defense. Uh, they, they're strong there as well. You're basically looking at a depth piece. But they did lose Marpreet out of um, – he retired. As you remember, he was a third-round pick. I remember his draft, but you, you want to replace him to help protect Tom Brady. So we're going to go with Zion Johnson, guard out of Boston College. I'll get that interior line because, again, you lost that – important piece there um in the off season so you want to protect brady you want to make sure he has time to throw in the pocket so look at johnson to be that replacement uh for the buccaneers now number 28 um now the packers could they go offensive weapon again could they go wide receiver that's what they're looking at here um right now i think they need to bolster that defense you know you, you want to attack the quarterback again when i was talking about uh, some of the other teams. It's not about 
Like, it is about your division, but at the same time, too, it's also about when you get to the playoffs. And we know the Packers are going to be there. Uh, I went with Traylon Burks, wide receiver out of Arkansas. Uh, but right now, your job is going to have to attack the quarterback. You're going to be facing the Rams. You're going to be facing the Buccaneers, as you know. So, And you're also going to be facing Arizona, potentially. Um, so right now, you have to make sure that you're able to attack the quarterback. And I'm liking here at defensive end, we're going with David Ojabo. Uh, um, mispronounced that. So David Ojabu, edge out of Michigan, uh, played opposite, obviously, of the number one pick, Hutchinson. So have him fit in with the Packers. Uh, so that should be a good piece, help boosted the defense. If Aaron Rodgers is unhappy about that, we get it. But again, that's a deep draft. But again, I do like uh, Ojabu for that position right there for the Packers. Now going to... The Chiefs. Now, the Chiefs have back-to-back picks. Uh, they lost Tyree Kill. They traded him uh, to the Miami Dolphins. So the Chiefs are definitely going to try and replace that position right there. With going with Jahan Dotson out of Penn State. Uh, should fit in there to that offense as well. Um, you have Travis Kelsey where you're going to be your number one target. Uh, but that's definitely going to be an important piece right there. Uh, having Dotson, he should be able to fit in right away with that offense under Andy Reid. Now to go into the 30th pick, um, defense. Uh, they definitely have a pick here that kind of reminds them of Frank Clark a little bit. So we're going with uh, Boye Maif, uh, edge out of Minnesota. Uh, that should help uh, get the team going. Again, um, you're, you're in an AFC West, and that's what you kind of have to look at. You have to be looking at competition now. You will get to the playoffs, the Chiefs. I'm not arguing there. And right now, this AFC West team, AFC West division is going to be tough. Uh, but you have to attack the quarterback. You're going to have to go after Carr. You're going to go after Russell Wilson, who's now playing for Denver. So you definitely will be chasing a quarterback as well. And then you have San Diego uh, with Justin Herbert. So your job is to put the pressure on the quarterback to make sure they're not scoring a lot of touchdowns. So go with Maeve as your edge. Uh, help bolster that defense. They do have to look at protecting against the run. Uh, but I think having Maeve here will definitely help with that defense. Definitely gets the pressure on in that quarterback-driven division. So definitely going to be intriguing to see how everything plays out. But I do like Maeve at the number uh, 30 pick uh, for, from Minnesota for the Chiefs. Now looking at number 31, you have the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they did lose to the Rams in the Super Bowl. Uh, Rams uh, definitely played well in the Super Bowl, but the Bengals definitely need some pieces to help out with their offense if they like to get back to the playoffs and make a nice little deep run. You have Boyd, you have Jamar Chase. Chase, who had a remarkable season as a rookie, uh, but you know what, why not give Burrow another weapon? So they're definitely going to need a tight end. They did lose Uzma in the offseason. Why not get a tight end to replace him? Uh, Colorado State's Trey McBride tight end um, definitely is going to fit in right away. Should definitely be an additional target uh, for the Bengals. Definitely help move that ball, especially with Joe Mixon. But they definitely need an additional weapon, uh, especially when you're going to be trying to face off against linebackers, facing the Steelers, the Browns, as well as the Ravens. You want that safety piece right there for um, Joe Burrow, especially when you're trying to get into the end zone. So, again, Trey McBride, uh, tight end out of Colorado State. And then lastly, the 32nd pick overall. This is the 
Lions pick that they received from the Rams trade when they traded away Stafford. So, uh, Lions, obviously with their first pick, I chose Ahmad Gardner in the corner out of Cincinnati. Um, right now we're going to go offense. Uh, right now I think this is where the Lions are going to choose their future quarterback. My second quarterback uh, out of this draft. Um, this, this is a talented quarterback, big arm. Uh, definitely can, you know, take some time to develop. And then you can hand over the offense, the keys to this kid. And I'm liking Malik Willis, quarterback out of Liberty. Um, he, he definitely has the attributes. He can move the ball, use his legs. And I think he can be the guy that can help move the ball uh, with uh, Detroit. Um, now, just eventually getting the weapons down the road and everything. But I think with their second first overall, their second first round pick, they're going to go with Malik Willis out of Liberty. Um, you do have a good wide re wide receiver in Amon St. Brown of USC. Uh, but I think uh, Willis will definitely fit into the system with what Dan Campbell wants. But that is it. Uh, I'm just going to recap uh, 20 to 32, um, as I did with 1 to 19. So again, Steelers are going to go with their future quarterback and Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh. Patriots go Kyler Gordon out of Washington. Uh, 22 Packers go with Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, wide receiver. Cardinals go with George Carliftis, edge out of Purdue. We have Bernard Raymond out of Central Michigan going at 24 to the Cowboys. We have Trent McDuffie being drafted by the Bills, cornerback out of Washington. Uh, Titans go with an offensive lineman to help boost through that run game and protect that quarterback. And Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. Buccaneers get a replacement on the line to help keep Tom Brady upright and Zion Jones out of Boston College. Packers get some help at the defensive side with David Ojabu Edge out of Michigan. Chiefs get a replacement for Tyreek Hill at 29 with Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State. And then back on defense to get Boy Mafe uh, Edge out of Minnesota. Bengals get a replacement at tight end to help Joe Burrow with Trey McBride uh, out of Colorado at 31. And lastly, the Lions get their future quarterback in Malik Willis out of Liberty. Uh, so uh, they get their, their future, their leader, definitely help move the ball as well. But that is it for my mock draft. All 32 picks done, ready to go. Definitely going to be an interesting draft tomorrow night. Um, definitely had a lot of fun doing this. It was a lot of, a lot of stress. That's that's how I'm ending it here. It was stressful doing this compared to last year, um, especially with the quarterbacks, um, especially when you're looking at wide receivers' injuries. Definitely, you know, you want to look at how everything goes with this. But um, on a scale of 1 to 10, I was happy with it. 8 um, obviously again, stress on how to get this again, making pieces. Um, I know offensive line defense, uh, was definitely defensive line was definitely the key here. Corners definitely went, um, wide receivers. You, you had your fair bit. Didn't really splooge much. Obviously quarterbacks, no running backs. I didn't have any linebackers. Some did have it, some that could fit in, but I do like uh, how my mock draft turned out, but again, turn into sorry, tune in tomorrow night for the NFL mock or actually the actual NFL draft, the first round. Uh, we'll see how everything turns out for my team, or for, sorry, for my picks in comparison. But I, I think I'm 
hopefully going to be okay with how everything turned out, but uh, it's hard to say how the number one pick is going to turn. It could be anyone, but consensus is definitely looking at Hutchinson going to uh, Jacksonville. But again, hopefully you enjoyed uh, the mock draft tonight. I always, again, have fun doing it, especially with me being my second one. Uh, but hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, I will be posting my picks on Instagram, um, as well as I'll probably post uh, my number one pick. Or actually, I may post just my top ten on Twitter, just to see what could be uh, with that. So definitely looking forward to how everything is going to play out tomorrow night but again uh hope you enjoyed it uh i will be back next week with a new episode new episode was released last night um but definitely gonna be recapping the draft from the weekend hopefully the indianapolis colts um fill some needs as well um actually you know what i'll just take a quick moment here right now Colts needs definitely wide receivers, uh, definitely offensive linemen looking for a left tackle. So we'll see how that goes. The next pick is into the second round. We have the Rams that are going to need to look at some pieces, uh, probably some offense. Uh, you also could look at a wide receiver as well for that team. Um, but you know, it's Miami doesn't have a first round pick either. So we will we will see how some teams do in the second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth and seventh rounds, uh, trying to fill positions of you know urgency. Uh, Miami gave up a lot for Tyreek Hill. Let's all remember that. So and also Vegas as well. Vegas does not have uh, a first round pick either, especially with that going to Devonte uh, in the off season as well. So. It's not just the first round pick that could be turning heads. It's going to be the second and third rounds for those that did not have the first round picks. But it, it definitely was many picks. And I know no trades, but with trying to look at team needs for each team, it's, you know, everything should work out without a trade. But you never know. Maybe the Patriots will be trading out like they used to for years and years and years. But definitely going to be an intriguing draft, uh, to say the least. So uh, have everyone, have yourself a great week. Uh, enjoy your weekend. I will see you guys next week when I just catch up on the weekend. Um, catching up on golf. Uh, NHL playoffs should be officially set. We'll see how the rest of the first round of the NBA playoffs turns out. Um, I will catch up on Champions League as the semifinals just went yesterday and today. So make sure you tune into that. And I'll catch up on much, much more uh, with that. So... Have yourself a great week, a great weekend as well. This is the Draining Jimmy's Podcast.